Hey guys, this is Dr. Patrice Carter, the Coach's Coach, and I am super excited to be back here with you guys. Welcome back. If you have not met me before, I'm Dr. Patrice Carter, the founder and president of Breakpoint Coaching LLC, where we certify, equip, and train Christian life coaches, and I mentor other coaches who want to do the exact same. So I also want to share that I co-own this business with the love of my life, Dalton Carter, so shout outs to him. And guys, we're going to get right into it. The topic for this week is how to help your client get unstuck. Maybe you're the client or maybe you're the one who needs to get unstuck. But this is something that a lot of life coaches encounter. And that is they get to this space with clients uh, where the client is just not moving forward. And it just seems that the work has stalled. And so with that, do you know what to do? And maybe you do, maybe you don't, maybe um, this will be helpful to you in just giving you some new information or new tips or uh, ways that you can move forward and help your client to move forward as well. So this is for coaches, again, that are working with a client who may be in a place that they're stuck, coaches who maybe need some additional tools, or maybe you're feeling a little stuck right now and could use some assistance. So let's get into it. Father, we just ask right now in Jesus' name that you would... um, Bless us to first shout hallelujah to you as we enter into your gates with thanksgiving and with praise. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to be life coaches in the marketplace ministry and coach trainers. And God, we ask that you would bless us, that you would forgive us for every sin and word, thought and deed, and that you would continue to anoint the works of our hands, bless our clients and bless our conversations, Lord, that they be full of grace and seasoned with salt. Father, may we glorify you in all that we do. And would you bless those who will watch this podcast episode or video? Would you bless them to get unstuck and to move forward towards the thing that you have called them to do, knowing that you who have begun a good work in them shall complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, according to Philippians 1 and 6, in Jesus' name, amen. So guys, how do you get unstuck or how do you help your client to get unstuck? Well, the first thing, and I'm going to share these tips based on a book by Dr. Gary Collins called Christian Coaching, Helping Others Turn Potential into Reality, Dr. Gary Collins. And this book is an excellent resource for any coach that wants to um, coach skillfully and wants a tool and or a basis for how to um, do coaching well. Uh, Before we get into actually the topic today, I want to share that some people that are calling themselves coaches and they truly are maybe coaching are not coaching from the standpoint or the context of what I'm going to teach you guys today, meaning that they do more telling and advising and consulting, which is not true coaching. Um, True coaching is asking and listening. And so with that asking and listening, that's how we're able to assist our clients. And then Christian life coaching is asking and listening with the aid and assistance of the Holy Spirit and making Jesus part of the process. So I'm walking from this standpoint and this um, comp- this episode today is that um, that we are walking with clients in terms of asking powerful questions and helping them to get reflection so that they can get unstuck and or if that is you. So one of the things that Dr. Collins shares in his book, Christian Coaching, Helping Others Turn Potential into Reality, is that the first thing we need to do is know what is happening presently in the life of our client or even in our own selves. So with that, know what is going on in their life in the present moment. That is known as having a sense of awareness, being aware. Why is that important? Because sometimes with our clients, I don't know about you guys, but it can feel like this for me that what we're maybe addressing in that moment in our 
coaching conversation or a coaching meeting is more of a snapshot of their life. It's not their total life. And so there may be other factors that are presenting that I'm not aware of that are causing them to be in this place of feeling stuck. So it's very important that we know what is happening in our clients' lives. Now, also, we need to recognize that there may be factors that are um, at play that are why people get stuck um, that we need to delve more into. And some of the reasons that Colin shares as to why people get stuck are they're overwhelmed. I definitely can relate to that, that if I have a lot going on in my life where I just feel like there's so much to do, like there is currently, I can kind of shut down. And so when that happens, then um, if I get overwhelmed and I shut down, then of course I feel stuck. And I may actually be stuck (laughs) in that moment, but it's because of a sense of being overwhelmed and having too much on my plate. So with that, we can end up, if a person is overwhelmed, they can end up feeling that there's too much to do. There's too much work. There's too much scrutiny. There's not enough time. Maybe they don't have enough energy or they can't get everything done and everything just feels huge. And it can sometimes present as procrastination where they may not be a person who's a procrastinator. They just may have a sense of feeling overwhelmed. And then when there's that space of so much to do, not being sure where to start. And so sometimes starting just doesn't happen because of that sense of being overwhelmed or that sense of there's just too much to do. I don't even know where to begin. So can you guys relate to that? So the other thing that Dr. Collins shares is that people get stuck because they're exhausted, you know, and of course, having that sense of being overwhelmed or having a giant to-do list, talking about myself, having a to-do scroll is what I call it can lead to a place of exhaustion or maybe not sleeping well or things that are keeping them up. So he shares that tired people lack energy and that they tend to lose vision, purpose, and enthusiasm. And team camaraderie can sometimes fade or maybe our sense of motivation fades and we impact the team. And patience can be very much in short supply and conflicts and criticism are more evident. And so everything just begins to stall. So checking in with our clients and finding out, are they sleeping well? How are they feeling? Are they feeling exhausted? What's happening and what's leading to that sense of exhaustion? Is it physical exhaustion, mental, spiritual, emotional, or some combination of all those four or five, (laughs) as it were? The other thing that he shares is that um, clients get stuck when they feel a sense um, of directionless, that they feel directionless, like they don't have a clear direction or a path to follow. And so anybody feeling that way can kind of just sense that they're wandering around in circles, right? So it says that everyone may be busy working on to-do lists, but sometimes there's no vision or a big picture of the future. And so when there's no goal or if it's a team and they're working independently as opposed to interdependently, then it can feel as though there's no clear direction and that can lead to a sense of shutting down or stopping or getting stalled, if you will. And so with that, I think about the scripture in Proverbs 29, 18 that says, without a vision, the people perish and cast off restraint. And some versions of that scripture say, without a prophetic vision, the people perish and cast off restraint. Um, From there, Dr. Collins goes on to share that sometimes people get stuck because they just lose hope. And, you know, hopelessness um, means, you know, if there's no sense of achievement or because of the clear purpose that the motivation to work keeps drying up and then there's few and few, fewer and fewer successes. And so then you almost begin to think, well, what's the point, you know, of why I'm even doing this? And it may not be work related. It could be something related to relationships or life goals or things of that nature. 
Um, he also shares that um, there could be a conflict um, going on in that person's environment, constant conflict that's causing them to just feel stuck. You know, if you keep having that same argument with your spouse or your children or within yourself over and over and over again, you can just almost feel like this isn't going to move forward or the conflict can just cause you to just, again, shut down. And so he also shares um, feeling alone, that sometimes when a client feels as though they're alone or they don't have anyone to support them, that that can cause them to feel stuck because what's the point? Like, who cares? There's no one watching. There's no one here holding me accountable. And so with that, they can begin to feel a sense of being stuck. Um, So the last thing that he shares there, and I'm sure it's not, this is not an exhaustive list, is a, a reason that people get stuck is because they their values are in conflict. And so it's very important to know whether or not our client is operating from a space of what they value. Um, and if there is a misalignment of action and value and what they're doing and what they actually value, then that could definitely cause them to feel stuck. So if something they value is working collaboratively, and they don't have a team or the team isn't working together, then that can cause them to feel stuck. Or if there's someone who um, wants to work with, um, they value integrity and they see things happening in their lives or related to this specific goal or where they're focusing their efforts, they see a lack of um, a lack of um, morals or um, there's a ethics conflict and that goes against their personal values, then that can cause them also to get stalled or stuck. So it's really important that we work with our clients to find out if they're operating and aligned, if their life's goals and the things they're working towards are aligned with their personal values. That is huge. So from there, one of the things I want to share in addition to, so the first step is just knowing what's going on in your client's life presently. And then two is recognizing some reasons why people get stuck. And then three is being a better coach. So I shared in the beginning that um, I certify and train Christian life coaches and I'm the coach's coach. And I say that because uh, one of my coaches gave me that title, but also it's something that I desire, which is to help coaches be better, help us all to show up better, help us be better coaches within the industry. And just for our clients, you know, just to show up really well and excellently in their life. And so by being a better coach, it means asking questions and asking better questions. And so with that, the third way to help your client to get unstuck is to start by asking questions. And so don't lean to your own understanding. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, um, lean not unto thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So bringing God into the context will bring that later in the conversation. But Just not leaning on yourself and your advice that you want to give your client and your thoughts and your opinions, but asking your client because the Bible says the Holy Spirit will lead us into all truth and he will bring us into remembrance of all things. So he's already planted eternity in your client's heart. They have the answers. They're just stuck. So some of the questions that Colin shares that we can ask our clients is how are things really going in your life right now? How are things really going? So sometimes people mask and they'll say, oh, well, things are great. You know, I'm doing well. Um, I'm doing okay." So then a good coach asks questions and digs beneath the surface and looks for what is not being said. And they question their end. So when you ask a question like that to your client, which is a direct question, they have no choice but to either answer it directly or they'll start to him and haw, which, you know, 
is implies that there is something going on beneath the surface. Him and haw, do you guys know what that means? <laughs> Him and haw means like basically avoid. It's like an avoidance tactic, tactic where they start to just talk in circles or they get stuttery or they just don't have a clear response. And so that will let you know right there when you ask direct questions. Another question that you can ask that Colin shares is what concerns you? So what's concerning you today? What's on your heart? Um, what are you thinking about? And then what's getting in the way? What is getting in the way of you making the changes that you want to make? What is getting in the way? So that helps to get in a sense of awareness of what obstacles may be presenting or what challenges may be looming um, that are making them feel overwhelmed and gives them an opportunity to process um, their thoughts. And just sometimes that alone helps people to get unstuck. Also, the next thing that he shares is to ask them, what areas are you feeling stuck? Because sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but I can be catastrophic in my thinking, like one thing is wrong, but now my whole life is blown up. Like everything's wrong. Everything's a mess. <laughs> when it's not, it's just that one area. And so with that, helping them to hone in and think through and get focused on just identifying that one area where they feel stuck may help to minimize the severity or the brevity or how it looks so big, but also give them a sense of um, just really reflecting and pinpointing what that space or issue is. So that is the third is um, being a better coach and asking questions, be their coach. And then the fourth is helping them to get clear, um, helping them to get even more clear because coaching is about helping our clients to gain clarity and get a sense of direction. And so what we can do is because also when they feel stuck or when we feel stuck, when people feel stuck, they um, they just can't really sometimes see clearly about their entire life or the bigger picture because whatever that situation is begins to cloud everything. So one of the questions that we ask to help them get clear is, tell me what is working well. So if it seems like things are not going well or nothing's working, what is working well? And what matters most to you? Helping them to re-identify and get back to their heart or back to the center of their being, back to what they value and uh, what matters most may help to recenter them and get them back on track. And then sometimes asking a dreaming type question he shares is, how would you like your life to change? You know, how would you like for your life to change? So that gives them a sense of power, a sense of empowerment, a sense of well-being, a sense that they do have control where they may feel they don't have control or didn't previously. So I think that is a very powerful question that Colin shares is asking, how would you like for your life to change? And that puts the responsibility and the onus back in the driver's seat of the client. And it helps them to think about the fact that they actually do have more control than they thought. Or they can begin to think about the areas they do have control as opposed to all the areas they may not be currently in control of. So still talking about how to help your clients get unstuck. Um, before we go on, hey, can you guys give me some comments? Drop some comments in the, in the uh, show comment section and let me know. Is this helpful? What are some things that you guys do to help your get clients get unstuck? You know, um, what's coming up for you as we talk through this? Are you a coach who asks questions or do you find yourself talking more than your client and giving a lot of advice? Um, who's guilty? Let me know. Thumbs up. <laughs> um, so Collins goes on to share just sticking with our topic today and how to help our client or ourselves get unstuck 
is to pull out your coaching toolbox. Now, if you're a coach who is worth their salt, which I know you are, then you have a toolbox. Because one thing that we teach at Breakpoint Coaching is um, based on a, a gentleman named Webb, Dr. Keith Webb, who, and that is that client, that coaching, excuse me, is a mindset, a skill set, and a tool set. And so coaching is a, a tool set, a mindset, or a skill set. So with that, as coaches, we should have a toolkit. We should have a toolbox of coaching client, of coaching questions, as well as assessments and models and methods and things that we can pull out of the toolbox to help our clients when they get to the space of being stuck. So the fifth thing you can do is pull out your coaching toolbox. And with that, and if you don't have a coaching toolbox, I'm going to give you two items that you can put in today. I've already given you one, so I'm going to give you two more. One is just to begin to ask more questions. And Co Collins tells us what those questions are. Um, my 2A would be to get the Gary Collins book, which is amazing. Christian coaching, helping others turn potential into reality. I'll share that in the show notes. But also at this point, that your client is stuck and you go into that toolbox, you want to determine which of your coaching tools or assessments will work best in assisting your client in getting unstuck. So which tool in your toolbox would be the best to help your client? Well, you just have to listen. So they've already shared with us at the beginning what is presently happening in their life. Are they feeling overwhelmed? Are they exhausted? Do they feel they lack direction or hope? which to me aligns with purpose. Um, are they feeling alone? So is there some relationship stuff going on? Are they in conflict with their values? So doing some values assessments. So with that, two examples of two coaching tools that you can use in addition to what I've already shared are the life wheel and the values clarification exercises. And you can Google these. Um, the life wheel, of course, Collins has one that he shares in his book. The life wheel is... Um, a wheel that is comprised of eight facets. Um, just a few of those facets are um, community, health and wellness and recreation, um, money, uh, let's see, we said health, work and career and relationships. So those are just some examples. So with that, on the life wheel, the client has to take each of those individual pieces and score it on a scale of one to 10, one being the lowest, 10 being the highest. And when you assess it and you look at their lowest score and their highest score, that should give you some indication of areas in their life that they are currently not satisfied and areas where they are satisfied. And so when you use that life wheel, the wheel in our life should run in such a way that it's not, um, it doesn't have low areas and high areas. We want a wheel that actually is um, balanced, if you will, and aligned. And so when there's an area in our life that is out of balance, then it can create this place of feeling stuck. And if you've ever tried to drive on a flat tire, you eventually are going to become stuck. <laughs> so the whole premise of this is to help clients to get their life wheel into such a state that everything is moving along smoothly and they can actually keep moving forward. Hope that makes sense. Um, the others is a values clarification exercise. And I believe Collins has one of those in his book as well. And that values clarification will ask you to, they have 20 words on the paper or on the page and your client will go and circle five to 10 of those words that most align with what they value, their top five values. And then you want them to whittle it down to five. So for instance, my top five values might be um, humor, honesty, um, 
relationship and family, Jesus, and I can't think of one more right now. The first thing that came up was yummy food. (laughs) But with that, you get where I'm going here. You want to think about the five things that are most important to a person that are their personal deal breakers. And so it's important that the client know that because if they're making decisions or following after goals and dreams and pursuits and things that don't align with those top five values or top 10 values, then there will be a misalignment and that will ultimately create a conflict that will cause them to shut down. So that is very important, even especially in relationships, be it a work relationship or a family relationship or a child parent dynamic. Um, And so that's important. So think about your tools in your toolbox. So with that, the last thing you want to do is send them to their source. Send them to their source. Now, our source is Jesus. Our source is um, is Christ. And as a Christian life coach, that's the first thing that I always ask a client. My husband jokes with me about it. And that is, what is the Lord saying? What is the Lord saying? That is a a huge question. Um, And so that to me is the linchpin question. That's like the miracle question. There are other, there's a true miracle question by a gentleman that wrote it. But I think that is the ultimate miracle question for a Christian life coach is what is the Lord saying? And the client will either say, you know, I don't know. I can't hear right now, or they'll say I haven't asked them, or they'll be able to tell you what the Lord said, and then at that point, you know where to take the conversation. Um, maybe if you don't ask what is the Lord saying, you can ask them, have you prayed about it? And, and when you did, what did he say? What did you hear? Um, or instead of saying, have you, because that could be kind of leading, but what when in prayer, what did you hear? So those are some ways that we can help our clients begin to get unstuck. These are some questions we can ask ourselves to help us get unstuck. So I would love to hear from you guys who just um, let me know down below again in the comments. Was this helpful? Um, Are you in a place that you're feeling stuck? And is there some way that we can assist you? Or maybe you're listening and you've been thinking about becoming a certified Christian life coach. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) So with that, Uh, With Breakpoint Coaching, as I shared earlier, we certify, equip, and train Christian life coaches, and we do that through live course instruction and e-course instruction. Our live courses are every quarter, so we are actually registering now for our upcoming fall quarter, which is 10 weeks, and the e-coach course is self-paced and video-based, and you can start that at any time, and you have 12 months to complete it. So if you want to know more, you can go to my website, which is www.drpatricecarter.com, and I'm happy to answer any questions and would love to serve you as a life coach trainer and get you started on your journey so that you can say yes to this place that God has called you to serve as a marketplace minister. So guys, that is all I have for today. I pray this was helpful and I look forward to connecting. God bless you guys and see you next time.
Patrice Carter, the coach's coach, and I am super.